0: Joining me right now back on the show is Eternal MMA flyweight prospect Chelsea Hackett. How you doing Chelsea?
1: I'm good. How are you today?
0: Good, good. Uh Let's go back to Eternal MMA 46. You picked up your first professional win. It was yeah. a great fight back and forth. Did anything surprise you about the game plan that uh Daniel Hayes brought to you?
1: Um no, not really like in my preps I'm prepared for anything um that my opponent um brings to me in the cage um or the ring in um past fights but you know I knew Danielle was going to be a tough opponent um I knew that she was pretty well rounded in her striking as well as um she knew obviously a little bit of BJJ um probably the biggest thing that did surprise me is I thought she would be stronger than she was, so um, that's not a bad surprise, that's a good surprise to have, um, so I definitely felt um, like I was the most dominant um, fighter in the cage.
0: Before the fight, you know, I've talked I talked to both of you, both of you girls, and, and you guys are both very confident in the striking, she was very confident, you're very confident, you guys have different styles, so when you actually clashed with her, um, did mm-hmm. you feel like you got to show everything that you wanted to show, display in that fight?
1: I do. I really think I showed that um, I'm a full MMA fighter. Like, I'm I'm here to bang with the best girls in Australia, um, soon to step up onto the international stage. And anyone that stands in front of me is going to have their work cut out for them. Um, you know, I'm a striker. That's my background. But with the fight um, with Danielle, I think I did prove that I'm also a grappler. I can wrestle, I can hold my own, um, and I have, like, a lot of strength. So, yeah, I definitely showed what I was capable of in that fight.
0: Not too long after that, Valentina Shevchenko made a visit to Australia. I saw that you you met her, you took a picture. Were you sizing her up?
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) yes, I won't lie, like I was. Um, I was so nervous. Hey, I was just, like, just her being in front of me. Um... And her holding a bell, just everything about that moment was just like, like I was nervous, but I was excited. And I remember I was waiting in line to get a photo with her. And I just felt like she was staring into my soul. And like, I didn't say that I was a fighter. I didn't like, she probably doesn't know who I am, but like, I just felt like she was just staring straight at me. So yeah, it was pretty nerve wracking. But when I got that photo with her, um, I was like, okay, like, this could work. I feel like I'm a little bit bigger. I'm a little bit, um, i got a bit more muscle. Like, yeah, I was definitely sizing her up for sure. (laughs) I
0: I saw someone, either they reposted it and they wrote, this is part of the story or something like that. Like, they were inferring that this could be part, uh, this picture could be used in the future for like a fight. I don't don't know who it was. Maybe uh... it was Reese. I don't know, but...
1: Uh, If he did, it was a good job. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, like, it it was surreal. Like, Valentina is my idol, and um, I look up to her so much, and I just love her, the way she fights. So it is a dream for me to fight her one day.
0: Your next fight coming up was originally supposed to be on the eternal card for UFC 243, the weekend of that fight, that card. Yeah. How disappointed were you when they postponed that?
1: the the Melbourne card the one in Melbourne
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah um look I was I was super disappointed at the time um like like I've had I think five or six phone calls from Reese this year telling me that I've had a, an opponent pull out and mm-hmm. every one of those phone calls suck like I was sitting in the car and I was like you know it's it's not just the physical prep it's the mental prep um and you know you're mentally preparing yourself to fight on a certain day. Um, I was, I think, two weeks out from that fight. So, you know, it definitely, like, I was a bit pissed off. But at the same time, all Nicole really did was give me more time, more time to get stronger, more time to get faster. Um, And probably not a great idea in the end, but it is what it is.
0: It all works out. You know, you got to go to UFC 243. You were there. You know, you got to watch the fights. How insane was that main event? I, I, if I remember right, I think you picked Robert Whitaker to win.
1: I did. <laughs> I really wanted Rob to win. Um, but, like, Israel's just, he's on another wavelength. Like, I just don't see how um, anyone in that division is going to beat Israel. I think he proved a lot um, in that main event that he's tough, super tough. He can take shots, um, but he's there to give them back as well. So, no, like, I'm super happy for him, you know, fighting the champion and winning the belt. The the atmosphere in Melbourne um, and in that arena that day was insane. Like every fight gave me goosebumps. I just, it was weird. Like I was just sitting there like I visualised myself there. Like I hope in the near future that I get on a UFC card in Australia because every Australian fighter that walked out on that card, just everyone erupted and it was amazing. Such a cool feeling.
0: I see a lot of parallels, you know, in you and Israel. If, if you know anything about Israel and if you know anything about you yourself, it's like you you, you got to see the parallels, you know, the striking background, the titles yeah. in Muay Thai yeah. and kickbox, you know, all of that. And then that grind that you guys put into that ground to the wrestling because you know a lot of people don't understand that israel did spend years and years and years wrestling and in doing grappling and all that and you're doing the same you're just at the beginning stage of it right and seeing someone like that does that kind of give you i don't know i don't want to say motivation but do you kind of see like okay that is possible for me
1: Oh, 100%. Like, motivation is the correct word. Like, I watched him and I watched his performance and I was just starstruck and completely inspired by, like, knowing that his background is quite similar to mine and the the amount of grind and work ethic um, that he had to have to learn, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and wrestling to add to his um, already amazing stand-up is that's just admirable. So, and I know that that can be me and that will be me. Um, with work ethic, with grind, that's, that's where I want to be 100%. So, you know, I am at the, the learning and the start um, phase of that journey, but I just feel like, you know, with Israel, people underestimated him and they doubted him. And I feel like it's a similar story with me. Um, It's my first year in MMA and I just feel like the girls that I'm up against or fellow flyweights in my division are purely like 100% underestimating me. I feel like they just say she's a striker, let's just get her to the ground and choke her out, like that's their game plan. Well, firstly, you have to get me to the ground and it's not going to be that easy. So, um, yeah, I feel like I love when they underestimate me because that's their problem when the fight comes. But um, I think the exact same thing is happening with Israel, and I see how he handles it, and he handles it like a champ. Um, So, yeah, he's an awesome motivator for me.
0: Yeah, well, your next opponent is a a grappler, you know, but she does hold a a head kick knockout from what I've heard. You know, what are your thoughts on her skill set?
1: I mean, I respect all my opponents. Like, I respect the dedication, um, the discipline, the, the work that goes into each and every prep. Um, so that's my respect to my opponents. Um, and obviously fighting them in the end, getting them there. But I, I just don't think she's ready for me. And that's my honest opinion. Um, put aside that she just had a baby. Put aside that she hasn't fallen two years she is not ready for me. So I think her team, herself, I think they're just underestimating me. Um, you know, I, I really don't care about her background. I don't care about her grappling background. And to be honest, she probably doesn't care about my striking background. That's how it is. We, we prep to, um, you know, be a whole, like a full package. Um, every prep I do, I want to be the full package. I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a jiu-jitsu, a jiu jitsu a girl on the ground. I want to be a striker. So um, if she's got all her eggs in one basket and expecting to get the takedown, expecting to get the submission, she will be disappointed because I'm not going to give it to her. So um, I'm super excited to fight her. It's just another – Nicole is another girl in the way of my my dream to get into the UFC and to get that contract. So you know, I'm not taking it lightly. I never underestimate my opponent. Um, I've learned that through my years in Muay Thai. But um, I just honestly don't think she's ready for me.
0: You've had two fights professionally. Now, when you step into the cage, you know, there's the cage, there's the wall, there's the small gloves. What is the mm-hmm. comfort level right now?
1: Yeah, yeah. So comfortable. It, It honestly shocks me how comfortable I am. Um, in the small gloves and in the cage. Um, I was only saying to my dad a couple of days ago that I like I just I like the cage more than the ring. like I like that it's bigger like the cage is bigger. It doesn't have corners, but I've got a bigger surface area I've got more space. Um, I naturally move. I move a lot in my fights. I don't stand still, I don't stand in front. So um, that extra room is like a bonus for me, Um, and I really use it to my advantage. So, you know, yeah, I've only had two professional MMA fights, but um, from the second I stepped into my first, I was comfortable. And I think that's where my confidence has grown. You know, going into my second fight with Danielle, going into this fight with Nicole, um, I'm just comfortable. I'm comfortable where I'm at. I'm comfortable with my team, my preps. you know, my coaches recently just opened a new gym that now has a cage. So the, the difference in this prep was that I could train in a cage, um, which is obviously paramount and it's going to help me so much in this fight. Um, so, yeah, it's awesome.
0: Eternal recently signed a deal with UFC Fight Pass. You know, I'm pretty sure it's a huge opportunity to be able to fight on that platform. Do you, have yeah. you thought about that? Have you thought about what that opens up for you as a fighter?
1: Um, I have. It, it's you know, I've had a few dreams. Like it's crossed my mind a few times. But um, you know, my my main goal right now is this fight and um, doing the business and doing it well, um, doing what I'm meant to do, uh, what I know I can do, and then whatever stems from that, um, whatever opportunity comes from that, I'll take it with both hands and I'll run with it. Um, so yeah, I've definitely. I'm so excited that. You know it's going to be broadcasted around the world, and a lot of special people um, are going to be watching that card. So, um, but I don't let it get to me. I don't. I don't overthink it. Um, At the end of the day, I just do my job, and I'm excited for what it could possibly bring.
0: If you go in there, you get another dominant win. You know, you'll be undefeated, two and zero. Have you talked to Eternal, you know, about like maybe bringing in a veteran? you know, later on and maybe putting together a, a, a title fight, you know what I mean? Because they don't, yeah. do, they have a, do they have a champ at flyweight? I don't think so, right? It's vacant.
1: No, they don't. And it's funny because um, in my Muay Thai career, like especially the back end, every fight I had was for a title. Mm-hmm. From like fight 16 or 17 to my 23rd fight, I fought for belts and I kind of just started getting used to it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just another title fight. Cool. When I, as soon as I transitioned to MMA, it was so out of my mind fighting for a title that I was honestly just purely like excited. Um, I just wanted to take on the best girls in my division and I didn't care if it was for a belt or not. Like that's honestly, my, that's where my, my head's at. I I've fought, I've got six, seven titles in Muay Thai. Um, I know that. You know, after this win, I probably deserve a title shot in the flyweight division, um, and I'm open to it 100%. But um, I don't – it's it's not in my head that I need a title shot. And, like, I've kind of, like, been there, done that. My 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 goals are way further than having titles. Um, the only title I really want in my life is a USC title. Mm-hmm. So whatever I need to do to get me there, I'll do it. Um and if that means getting a Eternal Flyweight um, title challenge, then I'm happy for that as well. All
0: right. Well, before anything happens, November 1st, Eternal MMA 49, Southport yeah. Sharks. Thank you, Chelsea, for the time. It's always good talking with you, and uh, good luck on the fight and uh, the rest of the year. Are you gonna shut it down for this year? You're gonna enjoy the holidays. You're gonna have some Thanksgiving. Uh, do you, yeah. you don't have Thanksgiving in Australia, right?
1: No, we don't. No, right? It's Christmas. Christmas, yeah.
0: right? But are you gonna shut it yeah. down and enjoy your life? You know, because I see you. Yeah. You're, you're always working. You're always working out. Yeah. You're always doing something. Yeah,
1: I am hundred percent after this fight. That's me for the rest of the year, but there's like six weeks until the end of the year, like after my fight. So um, that'll be a good break. I'll go on a holiday. I'll come back fresh, um, and I'll be ready for the next fight that comes my way.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Chelsea.
1: Thanks, John. I appreciate it.